Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Cam Moon and Cody Jansen with you this afternoon. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Right now, Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin seeing lots of traffic with people trading in various import vehicles for F-150s, Edges, Rangers, and Bronco Sports. The products are strong. The service is great. And if you're in for a market for a change, call our friends Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Milt at Brent Ridge Ford. 1-877-477-3673. Your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Good people there at Brent Ridge Ford, and I do enjoy having coffee with them when I stop in. Well, good good uh, entertaining conversation with, uh, with Colby Armstrong. Always fun to catch up with him. Always fun to catch up with Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill. Kurt, good to have you on the line. You got Cam here. How are things going today? They're going good, Mooner. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. We're, we're having some fun here, trying to keep it within the boundaries of good taste as best I can. There you go. Well, hey, you guys have been busy. I know it's July, and you wouldn't think that, uh, you know, July should be some downtime in the Western Hockey League, and normally it is. But uh, with uh, with Brad Lauer leaving the Oil Kings, uh, going to the Winnipeg Jets as an assistant coach, uh, you name Luke Pierce, uh, former assistant coach with you, now the head coach. Coach, uh, tell me, you know, from from your point of view uh, about the move and uh, Luke taking over as head coach. Yeah, well, it's something you know with, with Brad and obviously the success we've had here as a team over the last four years. It was, uh, you know, after those first couple seasons, I kind of thought it was something that potentially could happen at any point, and uh, you know, no way, no better way to, to interview somebody for for the job than to bring him in as an assistant coach four, year go, four years ago and get the get to watch them grow under Brad Lauer. So, you know, uh, my relationship with Luke uh, before he came here and worked for the Oil Kings and just watching him grow more and more as a coach while he was here, you know, it was a, it was a no-brainer that uh, if this was ever going to happen, he was going to be the next guy to take over and uh, as long as he wanted to do that, which uh, obviously he jumped at the opportunity. Yeah, great to see uh, Kurt Hill, the 
general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, our guest, and, and, and Luke with some head coaching experience at the WHL level as uh, he was with Kootenai to, from 2015 to 17 as a head coach and also a head coach in Merritt in the BCHL from 09 to 15. So, it, you know, you're bringing in a guy that has ran a bench and, and going from an assistant coach to a head coach, I mean, you think that it's just an easy step, but it's actually quite a different role, isn't it? No, it really is. It, it's the role completely changes, and I mean, it's obviously the the command of the room and the, the relationships with you have you have with the players. They change a little bit too. You know, you're the guy now that's that's got the hammer, I guess, if that's what you if that's what you want to call it. But it's uh, yeah, he's going to be the guy running the show. He's going to be the guy you know that uh, the players you don't have to answer to if they don't put their work in day in day out so uh, you know he's gonna have to manage that side of things but uh, you know the one thing about Luke that's really impressive is his ability to have relationships with whether it be players or staff or or you know even just OEG staff in general you know he's a real people person and um, with his with his background of having played at uh, RMC in the military college you know I think he brings um, a wealth of knowledge, a unique portfolio, and I can guarantee you one thing: is we're going to have we're going to have one of the strongest work ethics out there because that's definitely what uh, you know Luke's all about. I agree, and and Luke Pierce is good people, absolutely. Uh, so I love I love the move, love to see the move. Uh, you've been you will while well, you continue to be busy as general managers uh, tend to do through the course of the summer months. Uh, you got your import player, uh, Luca Hoff. You got him signed, a uh, German player. Uh, tell me a bit about him. Yeah, you know, Luca, we really got on to him because of his, his, his uh, really good tournament of the U18s. You know, he's playing for Team Germany, which uh, we all know. Is, usually they don't have one of the strongest groups of players. And, you know, he had a pretty exceptional tournament, scored some big goals against some, some of the better teams like the Americans and, you know, the Czech Republic. So we really liked uh, what that, what his, how he showed at that tournament. And, uh, you know, he, he brings a real two-way style of play. I would say that one of his biggest assets is his skating. He can really fly out there and he's got a really good hockey IQ as well so um, you know he's going to be a guy that's he's going to be really responsible on on one side of the puck but a guy that can really open it up and fly and create some offense for you as well so uh, you know really looking forward to getting him here into Edmonton and you know he's going to be on team Germany likely here at the world juniors in August so he's gonna he's gonna be here and we're gonna get to see what he's all about really really quickly here. Oh, that's a nice touch. Uh, Kurt Hill, GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings, our guest, to have him come over here and, and actually be you know, in our city. I guess it gives him a bit of a, a sneak preview as to, uh, as to what the season will be like as far as you know, living and, and, and what the city's like. Oh, for sure. And, you know, one of the nice things, you know, as I've kind of gone through this uh, import draft here is just trying to find players that are going to be able to acclimatize well to the league quickly. And, um, you know, sometimes I like taking a guy that's not 17, but he's 18, just like we did with Demick last year. And, you know, they're a year older and, uh, you know, they just have a little bit more experience coming over and, and then maybe they can help your lineup a little bit more right away. And one of the real key things I thought last year for Jakob was that we just, he was pretty fluent in English. And I thought that helped them get off the ground running quickly. And, uh, you know, Luca is exceptional with his English as well. So I think, you know, the transition to come over here and, and be an impact player for us right away, um, you know, all signs point to that being a possibility with Luca. Well, last season, uh, your three 20-year-olds were, were very important players for you. Uh, Carter Such, Josh Williams, Simon Kubitschek. 
you know, those three move on to the, the, the next step in their hockey and or academic career. You had a lot of 19-year-olds last year, so now you have to, at, at some point, not right away, but um, by the middle of October anyway, get down to to 320s. And there's so many, I, I don't uh, envy your position because there's so many variables as far as uh, players that are, are pro, potentially pro players that could come back. But I know it's a it's a list and and it'll it will some of it will sort itself out. But I mean, you will have some some decisions to be made uh, as far as that goes. Um, how much stress does that put on you right about now? <laughs> You know, right now it's not too bad. Okay. I think right now, obviously, with where we where we're at with the players, um, it's uh, obviously we we did what we did with uh, Brennan Cooney. We put him on waivers, so he's going to likely end up playing tier two next year. Uh, Tyler Horseman, um, he needs labrum surgery, so he's likely out for the season next year, where he's not he won't be a Western Hockey League player um, unless it's very late in the year for somebody. So um, a couple decisions kind of sorted out there, but. Uh, yeah, with everybody else, you know, I'm not – everyone else potentially could stay in pro. So, you know, really right now the guys that we have that are unsigned and will be back is Dohaniak, um, Weeb, and Golder. And from there, you know, you you see who else comes back and uh, you kind of make decisions as that happens. And, you know, it's – anybody who follows the Oil Kings, it's not – you know, your junior hockey, is it is cyclical. And, you know, we, we, we spent a lot of assets last year to really go after it and, and try to get this team to – give them the best opportunity to try to win a Memorial Cup and WHL championship as we could. So, you know, at some point, uh, you definitely need to reevaluate your group and, and make sure that you're, you know, taking care of the future of the, of the organization as well because, you know, our 05 group of players, it's a real strong group and, you know, that's uh, going to be a group we really have to get a key on and build around. Absolutely. And, and yeah, you want to see these guys, you know, move on to – a pro career because that's what they aspire to do but it's also nice if you get a you know a bit of a gift coming back <laughs> from a gm's point of view for sure um uh, gavin hodnett i uh, i know he got some games in with you and in the play they got one in the playoffs but some in the regular season the first round pick in 2021 uh give me a, a just your your assessment of them yeah, you know what, Gavin actually got to play some pretty significant minutes when we were <laughs> when half of our team yeah. was at the World Juniors last December, and I was like, this is a different look. This is maybe a little bit more what next year is going to look like. But anyways, going away from that, it's, uh, he played some really, really good games in there, so we're really promising. And, you know, he's a, he's a smaller guy, and you know, I think sometimes when you first see him, uh, you know, as from somebody on the outside, you're like, wow, this guy's he's, he's 5'8". He's small out there. There's no question, but... You know what, uh, small guys like that, they got big hearts and, you know, his compete level and his IQ is off the charts. Uh, you know, he kind of reminds me a lot of a young James Hamlin. And I think that's the kind of player that we really hope that he grows into be and he's got all the tools to be somebody like that. Kurt Hill, Oil Kings GM, is our guest. How much does it help, Kurt, when... You don't like it when you're missing a bunch of players, but I mean, they're at World Juniors or, or maybe you get into a rash of injuries or whatever the case may be. And you're able to bring up some guys that you've either drafted or you've listed and, and they can come up and get two or three or five games under their belts that are more than likely to be regular players for you a year down the road. Getting that little sneak preview, making that jump from you know 18u or wherever the heck they're playing wherever it might be to get that little 
that little bit of a taste of what the the Western Hockey League is the speed the the physicality how much do you find that helps moving ahead to that next year well I think the biggest the biggest thing that it helps with in my opinion is the, the players mindset and you know for a guy like Hodnett or even Alex Worthington who was in here for the run with us those guys go home in the summer and you know, they've, they've played in a game, they've been around, and they can go home and they can say, holy smokes, this is a good league, and i got a lot of work to do if I'm going to be a, be a good player in the Western League. Whereas, you know, if you don't get that taste the year before, you're coming in as a rookie and you get thrown in an exhibition game and you're like, wow, now I, now I understand. But if you can get ahead of that and give them that taste before the offseason, you know, they go home for a full summer and mentally can really start to prepare for what they're going to have to do to, to make the jump to the league and, Furthermore than that, if they want to be an impact player in this league, they really understand the work they're going to have to put in. Yeah, and, and to be around, uh, you know, a, a Caden Gooley, a Jake Neighbors, a Justin Sordiff, a, a Dylan Gunther, to see what those guys do in practice, not just their skill level, which is you know, exceptionally high, but, but the work ethic to get to that skill level, to me, that, that really helps give them uh, an idea and a foundation of what it takes to be successful at the WHL level. It, mu it must be incredibly invaluable to have some of those young players, at least around these guys that are about to be pro players. Yeah, it's, it, it totally is. And, you know, one of the things like, I, I compare it to is, you know, after, when you play a minor hockey game, oftentimes after the game, you do a five-minute cool down, you, you go over your shower and you leave the rink. And, you know, last season when you came here, and players were watching, you know, first-round picks we have in our team, Gunther, Gooley, Neighbors, these guys you spoke about. You know, they're in the dressing room mm -hmm. doing their, their rollouts. They're putting the Normatex on. They're doing the cold tub hot tubs. They're there for up to an hour, an hour and a half before the game. And, you know, it really gives a young player a perspective of, you know, if you're going to be that elite of a player and you want to make the next step, like, it's, it goes way more than, than just doing the bare minimum. There's a lot more that goes into it to being a good hockey player and an elite hockey player. Yeah. Uh, when does uh, when does camp get going? What's the timeline? Uh, we got August 31st. We have our 2007, the, the players we just drafted, the orientation. So that'll be uh, in, um, Blake Fiddler and uh, Presley Kerner, two kids we signed from that group. They're going to be in here on, on the 31st, uh, getting their first taste of uh, Rogers Place. And uh, then on September 1st, we kick off with camp and expecting to have about 60, 60 players there. And uh, I think the red-white game we got planned for September 5th, and we're off and running against Saskatoon exhibition on September 9th. Oh, baby. Yeah, it's coming. Hey, it's <laughs> it, uh, that summer. It's well, especially when you go all the way to the Memorial Cup. <laughs> summer isn't that long. Yeah, when they extend the season a month, you go all the way. It's, uh, you know, the off season this year is uh, going to be quick, but uh, you know what? It's, uh, I'm excited for the, the, the young prospects we have. I've loved our last few drafts. I, I really have a lot of confidence in the young players we have, and you know, there's going to be some there's going to be some growing pains along the way. But uh, you know, with Luke running the charge, it's it's going to be all about developing these guys, and uh, there's a bright future ahead. Yeah, and no doubt in my mind, you guys do a great job, and, and you continue to. And I I love going to Oil King games. I don't, I don't know how many I saw last year, probably about 14 or 15 altogether with the playoffs. But exciting, a you know, crowd gets into it, a uh, good time at the rink, and, and a lot of fun in watching you know future pro players and future players that uh, go on to play at the university level. I think all of that, uh, all of that's important. You're, you're building hockey players, but you're, you're building people too. So, hey, great work by you guys, and thanks for joining us today, Kurt. 
Yeah, I appreciate it, Mooner. Thanks for having me. All right, Kurt Hill, general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. All season long, we bring you the Oilers Now Injury Report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, and unrivaled results. Good to get the update on the Oil Kings. Uh, I know the, a lot of players moving on, uh, more than likely to the pro ranks after a, a WHL championship season. But uh, the new crop coming through, and, and that's how it goes in junior. You have the cycles, the the up and the down. And uh, the Oil Kings in, in 2019 went to the third round of the playoffs. 2020, they there were no playoffs. 21, no playoffs. Those would have been two really good years for the Oil Kings. And then this year, going to uh, winning a WHL championship. So, hey, a great run. And uh, that's outstanding. Uh, Kurt Hill joining us, the general manager of the Oil Kings. We're going to take a quick break. It is 1.50 in Edmonton. You've got Cody Jansen. You've got Cam Moon. This is Oilers Now on 6.30. Chad. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Yeah, Cam Moon and Cody Jansen, I had to let that autograph just breathe a little bit there. Turn up the radio, what a great song. I think I saw autograph open for Motley Crue. Rexall Place, about 1986, the Theatre of Pain tour. I believe that was the case. Okay, they didn't have many other songs other than that one, but that one was really good. So there's that. Hey, Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations. Go online to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Cody Jansen stamp of approval for pizza is the Hawaiian with jalapenos. And that's a pretty good choice. It really is. It's you know, a little bit of sweet with the, with the pineapple and then a little bit of hot with the jalapenos. I like where your head's at. What's your go-to order? Well, it's pizza. I don't care. It could be whatever it is. I'm good with it. I'm you have to have one. What's like, that? You're, you're ordering pizza tonight before Alanis Morissette. What are you getting? I, you know, something with chicken maybe. I, I, I know Bob likes the Mediterranean chicken. I've had that. It's very good. But I, I when it comes to, to pizza, I'm good with just about anything. Like whatever it is, yeah, great. So that's why whenever, if we're ordering pizza, I can just say to my wife, whatever kind you want, I'm good with it. You're such an easygoing guy. You, you got to be a hard stamp here, like a uh, top favorite. Uh, a top favorite? Well, I, you can give me a pepperoni and green pepper, and I, and I know that's that, that's not... That's good. It, it's not extremely creative, but it is good. I do. That's probably the number one go-to. Oh, that's easy on the Mount Rushmore of pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm all for pineapple on pizza i know that is a polarizing thing but i I have no problem with a little pineapple on the pizza that's that's it's not a deal breaker let me tell you hey this day in oilers history it's brought to you by new west travel serving travelers since 1979 all details can be found at newwesttravel.com mooner i think we were you know hanging out here 
Just a year ago. It was a rare free agent frenzy on July 28th last year. Longtime Toronto Maple Leaf and fan favorite Zach Hyman heads west to sign a seven-year contract right here with the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, that's worked out quite well. Yeah, quite well. Not only, to me, Zach Hyman, not only he makes the Edmonton Oilers better, he makes Edmonton better. He's just such a good guy. I mean, he writes kids' books. Like, it's he's just an outstanding individual. Everyone loves him. Exactly, exactly. He makes our city better, so I like it. And that was also on that day was the, and we talked about it earlier, the Ethan Bear for Warren Fogle trade. We had asked our... Our, our good friends on the uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line to uh, give us their thoughts on that. We've had that. Uh, we just got a text in. Uh, Fred Special is the uh, is the royal pizza favorite of uh, one texter, so that's good. Good to know you're paying attention. And uh, that, that's ham, pineapple, pepperoni, and mushroom. I believe. Not against it. <laughs> Bring it on. I can't. I'm allergic to mushrooms. I can't do it. Oh, you can't do it. No, okay. I can't. I, I can't. I was, Sorry, Fred. I was, I'd have no issue with it. Fred, I like where your head's at. Not a problem at all. Love it. Yeah, so, the, yeah, we, we talked about uh, Warren Fogle for, for Ethan Bear. That was a year ago. Uh, the, it was the big signing day. Uh, Zach Hyman signs with the Oilers. Cody Ceci had signed with the Oilers. It was, that was, uh, it was a busy day. It was busy this year, too, with Evander Kane, uh, Brett Kulak, Jack Johnson. Like it was, um, yeah. It was. It's been. It, it was busy. So yeah, that's. I think when you look back on it, probably a few years down the road, like the 2021 and 2022, you know, free agent frenzy days are going to be crucial in the success the Oilers could have here, right? Like those are massive moves. Adding a guy like Zach Hyman to your team, move forward a year later, adding Jack Campbell. Jack like Campbell. Sorry, did I say Jack Johnson? I think I did. Jack Campbell. I think I did. I butchered that but yes i'm with you <laughs> i didn't even catch it if you did no okay i think i might have i don't know hey we've been here for a couple hours <laughs> sometimes it goes off the rails okay we're getting some wild wild pizza orders now coming through the text line pepperoni pickles and onion there's no name attached to that it's probably for the best huh yeah yeah you're probably gonna want to put a name on that but <laughs> I, I, I can't I've never had it so I, I can't say that that I don't like it so I, because sometimes it can be a bizarre and no different when when you had thrown out the uh, the Hawaiian with the jalapenos until I tried it to me it seemed a little bit you know different and I tried it and was like hey this is pretty good yeah but the jalapeno Hawaiian's not that bold here like pickles no, on pizza that's bold that's bold yeah yeah that is true all right. Okay. Well, we, we uh, really appreciate uh, the time uh, today that we got from our guests, Oilers assistant coach Mark Stewart. Good to catch up with him. He's excited to be a part of the Edmonton Oilers organization. Media icon Colby Armstrong, former NHL player. Lots of stories with Colby Armstrong. Kurt Hill, general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Always good to talk with uh, Kurt Hill and kind of get the heads up of what's coming up as far as the Oil Kings are concerned. Tonight on 6.30, Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. He's got former Edmonton Oiler netminder Joaquin Gage and the executive director of Alberta Basketball Association, Paul Sir. He's got them on the show tonight. 
Tomorrow on Oilers Now, we got Mark Spector. We're trying to get Colin Fraser. I haven't heard back from him yet, but we will continue to endeavor. So looking forward to that. All right, coming up, a global news, weather, and traffic update with Rhea LaHoo, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye. Looking forward to Alanis Morissette tonight. Maybe some taste to Edmonton. It's Cam Moon saying good afternoon. The Oilers now on 6.30 Chet. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chet.